Y'all want more free stuff? Let's get excited for free stuff. How would you like it if the Bible department gave each one of you $25 gift card to Sonic? Everybody look under your chair. Go ahead. Total joke. There's nothing there. It would be awesome, though. We, we want you to know that we love you. And we, I know, it's wrong. Sorry about that. Just know that in our hearts we love you and we would, that's what we want to do for you. But alas, it's not there. We have been doing a series of talks. This will be the second one in the series where we're dealing with the question, why do you believe? If you believe in God, if you believe in the God of the Christian faith, why do you believe such a thing? There are, those of you, there are those of you here who have chosen to base your life on that belief. And we know there are those of you here who have not chosen to base your life on that belief. We want you to know that you're all welcome here. But the question is, why would someone believe? And it's a harder question to answer than you might think, even if you've grown up in it your whole life. We've had some of our Bible majors trying to answer this question. Today we're going to have Junior Paige Snyder, a missions major. She is going to share some of her thoughts about why she believes. Um, And what these students are finding is that it really is a hard question to answer. You sort of slide off into talking more about what you believe rather than why. And that's hard for, for people like me. I'm the dean of the College of Biblical Studies, and it's a challenging question for me to answer sometime. Here's what I want you to know about it. We're not trying to say everything. Most people who believe believe for a host of reasons that all come together. You can't just say there's just one reason. We've just asked our speakers to focus on one thing one particular thing that um, is an important reason for why they believe. And we also understand that there are times when doubt arises. All of us who have faith have moments of doubt where we question it. And so in those moments, what do we anchor ourselves back into? For those of you who believe, we hope this will support and encourage your belief. For those of you who do not believe, We hope that this opens up a question for you, perhaps, to consider a little bit more deeply. Please welcome Paige Snyder. Good morning, everyone. So the question is, why do I believe? And I was trying to figure out why such a simple question was so hard to answer. And the problem I found for myself, and probably many of you in this room have found yourself Um, is that there was no defining moment where I did not believe in God and then chose to believe in God. I was born into a family and a church that believed, so naturally they taught me to believe the same thing. And so instead I've had to kind of work backwards and see why do I still believe what I was always taught to believe as a kid um, in my family. However, I found that to be harder than I expected. I thought of several different reasons why I thought I believed, but I did not feel like any of them really properly expressed what it was in my heart that kept my heart believing in God. I was then struck with this realization that I didn't really know why I believed. I, I didn't know why because it felt like I'd just been taught to believe, and that's why. I was just believing because I'd been told to believe. And I didn't notice that this wasn't a clear answer that I had because I felt like I was growing in my relationship with God. I was learning in my classes and in my church services and in chapel 
But when faced with the question, why do you believe, I still drew a blank. So then I fell into a bit of a spiral, and through some tears and lots of prayer and thought, I began to unravel why it is that I believe. I began thinking about all the things I've been taught to know about God and why I love them. I love his creation, and I love the nature around me and the people that I get to do life with. Uh, I love stories in the Bible about healings and miracles, and I love hearing about God's grace and desire for justice and the righting of wrongs in the world. Essentially, though, my problem was that I loved the idea of a divine creator who loves his creation and wants a relationship with them, but I had forgotten to slow down to actually see him and experience him and experience that relationship. Now, while all of these things that we learn about God are great, they rarely lead us to belief if we do not provide a space to experience them. I can know that God speaks to people in prayer, but if I do not pray, how will I ever experience it? If I, I can build up knowledge in my classrooms and in my reading, but if my belief in God is just based off that, like, where does it go? I learned that my belief doesn't just stand on knowledge or logic that can be explained with science. My relationship with God and my belief in God stands on my experience. Just two nights ago while at church, I prayed to God and asked him to make his presence known to me. And I don't have a picture I can put up on the screen of him. I think I'd be rich if I could. But I can still say that I experience his presence. I believe because we actually get to see in our world the goodness of God that we get to read about. When reading about God in scripture, we learn that he created us in his own image. He breathed life into our lungs and he sustains us here on earth. He is closer to us than our very skin is. In his loving kindness, God sent Jesus into a fallen world to mend the broken communion between God and man. The last thing God wants for his creation is separation from it. He put on flesh so that he could draw nearer to us and bring salvation. We get to see so much of God's character um, and nature through the life of Jesus. We don't have to imagine some far-off God in the sky, um, and we don't have to wonder what he thinks about us. We were sent Christ incarnate who tells us with his own words and shows us with his own actions just how much he loves us and desires all of humanity to enter into his kingdom. And while reading all those things in scripture is great, I think we also get to see that in the world. I see the detailed design of the world and all of its inhabitants. I know it deep in my soul by feeling the presence of God stirring my heart, my heart to look to something greater than myself. This is more than some fairy tale that uh, makes for a good story that we can tell children. It's a reality that we can put our hope in by experiencing it um, through the love of God. I see that he reveals himself in creation and speaks to us through his word and through prayer. We get to see with our own eyes how good God really is. While processing through why I believe the other night, my church was reading through the story of Jesus healing the woman in the crowd in Luke 9, or Luke 8. A great crowd was following Jesus as he was on his way to heal a man's dying daughter. In that crowd was a woman who had been bleeding for 12 years. She was sick and she was an outcast, but she believed if she could just touch the fringe of Jesus' robe, then she would be healed. So she pushed through the crowd and she touched his robe, and immediately her bleeding stopped. Now the healing alone was a miraculous moment, but the striking thing to me was not the healing, but Jesus' response after the healing. He had felt the power go out of him, and he knew that someone had been healed, so he stopped and turned to see who had touched him. In trembling, the woman fell at Jesus' feet, and he said to her, Daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace. The story opened me up to see a part of God I had never let sink into my heart before. In that moment, Jesus wanted more for that woman than just physical healing. He wanted the encounter. He stopped and turned to her. 
He wanted, to, she, he wanted her to experience the joy of the relationship and encounter more than just the benefits of her healing. He drew near to her. And while today no one in this room can go out and touch Jesus' robe, I know he's near, and I know he is still reaching out to his creation, longing for a relationship. This story perfectly depicts what I'm getting at here. The woman had heard of Jesus and the miracles he was performing, and her response was to go to him and experience it herself. And not only did Jesus grant her healing, he pressed in deeper to make a personal connection. I read this in scripture, and I am learning um, to press in and experience it myself. My faith and my belief deepen the more I create space to see God work. I have watched those around me have life-changing encounters with God that they cannot explain through logic or science. And in watching myself and those around me have these unexplainable encounters that leave them changed, I gain a confidence for God deep within me. And while I often wish I had a less abstract answer to why I believe, I find great security in knowing that God is reaching out to us, inviting us to have an encounter with him every single day. I'm still learning how to let uh, what I've been taught about God turn into an encounter with God, giving him the space to work in my life and speak into my heart. And I invite you in this room to join me in that learning. Thank you. Y'all are dismissed.